Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Let me begin today by reading a few short paragraphs out of the newspaper. I'm quoting now. Guacamole green waters are stewing in the river and lake. As temperatures continue to climb, an algae continues to bloom. An algae outbreak started last weekend in the river, mostly from the waters to the east in the lake. Now those waters are slowly working their way toward our town. Aerial photos taken in the last few days paint a grim picture of an unhealthy river. End of quote. So what else is new, right? Don't we see and hear stories like that every summer around here? Absolutely. But guess what? The newspaper I'm reading from is the Fort Myers, Florida News Press. The river is the Caloosahatchee. The lake is Okeechobee. Nice to know a city up here in America's Rust Belt has something in common with a community considered a vacation and retirement destination by millions. Last week I told you about the virtues of visiting Florida in the summertime. Yes, there are a few. But I would have to say that an algae-choked river anywhere near Fort Myers is not one of them. It appears that the Caloosahatchee River's problems stem in part from the release of billions of gallons of Okeechobee water. Maybe they should stop doing that. Pictures I saw in the news press during my recent visit to Florida were distressingly familiar. You know the color I'm talking about. It's not really green. It's not really yellow. And it most definitely is not blue. Florida officials were complaining in the article that the public doesn't seem especially concerned and therefore may be unable to make educated decisions about whether it's safe to swim or enjoy other water activities. They predicted that public alarm will ramp up considerably if the algae blooms reach Fort Myers. Well, yeah. Let's hope that the year-round residents who call Fort Myers home do not have to go through the same frightening ordeal we in Toledo did four years ago when algae rendered our water unfit to drink. For a few days, it seemed we were living in a third-world country as we sought clean water wherever we could find it. Southwest Florida's experience with algae should serve as a reminder that life is not perfect in America's sunshine state and that life is not all bad everywhere else. I like to make a similar comparison between Ohio and California. I was fortunate enough to live and work along the central coast of California in the 1970s and 80s in one of the world's most picturesque communities, Monterey. But for all the beauty of Cannery Row, Carmel, and Big Sur, the area had its share of problems, and often they concerned water or the lack of it. Prolonged drought was always a threat. I remember the day a politician running for the state assembly came to our door and gave us a brick bearing his name. He told us we should drop the brick in the toilet tank to conserve water by using less per flush. He got reelected. As a conservationist myself, I like to think the bricks won the election for him. I hope my point is obvious. The grass isn't always greener somewhere else, because sometimes the polluted water is. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.